Let's go. Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we flip the real estate status quo on its head and put loan officers into the driver's seat. We, we, we give you all the tools, strategies, resources, and mindset needed to modernize your mortgage business and thrive. And my name is Luke Shankula, aka Longform Luke, and this is the Loans On Demand podcast. I hope you're ready for the Loans On Demand podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Loans On Demand podcast, the show where we help loan officers flip the status quo on real estate agents and put loan officers in the driver's seat. And today we have Hammer J. Helmer, the founder of Originator Success out of North Carolina over there by the Smoky Mountains. What's going on, Hammer? How you doing, man? What's going on, man? What's going on, Luke? How you doing? So uh, yeah, man, obviously we've known each other here for a little bit now and uh uh, just been uh, awesome to see what you've been doing with uh, with loan officers, with your service, um, and and so real quick, just talk a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself, uh, and then we kind of go dive deeper into what, what you do. But just tell me a little bit about yourself, man. All right. So everybody, my name is Hammer. I have been in the industry for about 20 years. I was 10 years as a mortgage originator. I made it through 2008 when things got ugly, lost my house, lost my car, lost my dignity, but was able to pull myself up by my bootstraps in 2010. I did go ahead and exit originating though. I accepted a position as director of business development for a mid-sized mortgage lender out in California. And it was my job there to help originators to generate business. We had about 300 LOs and I was helping them to really kind of transition to today's environment, which is more digital based and being found online. And in 2014, October of 2014, I started Originator Success mainly because I was tired of arguing with the compliance department, believe it or not. <laughs> Many originators out there will know where I'm coming from on that one. And uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I have a lot of fun helping originators generate business. I just don't like to argue with underwriters about bank statements or with compliance teams about what color my font is or things like that. So anyway, that's that's how we started Originator Success. And what we do today is we help originators to get found on Google and social media and get loans from being found online. Awesome, man. Yeah. And I know you're doing some cool things there. And I know, uh, I know all about, all about the compliance departments. I was an account executive and we were always pounding the, uh, the, the poor little compliance departments to, to, to let things through that we thought were uh, not, not necessarily illegal. Right. And, and that's the, the biggest thing with, with compliance is they always, they're scared of their shadows sometimes. So it's okay. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll forgive them. We'll forgive them. Yep. They err on the side of killing the company with caution. So yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. And there has to be a little bit of that risk, risk, uh, you know, they're very risk averse and there has to be a balance there with risk, uh, risk to reward, uh, ratios there. Right. So awesome, man. Um, so obviously you've been through some, some tough times there, lost your house, lost your dignity, probably lost your shirt off your back, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so talk about that a little bit. I, I, I obviously love talking about the struggles because, you know, being a, being a entrepreneur myself, I always, you know, I know that, that nothing good happens without a little bit of struggle there. So, so talk a little bit about that, what it took to, let's just talk about what it took to build, you know, originator success to where you're at today. Well, in 2008, everybody knows the mortgage business imploded. We had loans that we would get to the closing table and come funding, we'd find out that the lender was actually out of business and there was no money for the transaction. Sure. It was definitely a very unique time. And, and during those times, I was in a portion of the United States that got really hard hit over on the East Coast up in New Jersey, uh, New York, New Jersey area. We just, uh, we had, we definitely got hard hit at that time. So it was actually that reversal in 2008 that 
that made me start to think about how do I, how do I originate loans in uh, a different, different place in the United States? Because what happened was in 2008, uh, we lost everything and I wanted to move. And I now live in North Carolina, Western North Carolina in the Smoky Mountains. And I wanted to move here years ago. My wife said, you know, we had two young kids and she said, when, you know, not until they're done with school. So I was, was kind of in this place where I said, how do I, how do I build an origination business knowing that I don't want to be here, you know, in this geography in sure. another few years? And this is before, before today's, today's environment where you could Zoom and before Google My mm -hmm. Business and before, you know, social media even was what it is today. So that's what really made me aware of how do you build an origination practice that you can, you know, take online. And, and it's actually really, you know, today has the, the digital environment has given us such an amazing tool to go out and get business. And you don't have to be in that same place. You can get business from all over, but there's still, there's still a huge value in having a strong local presence. And that's what we focus on is helping people get business, helping originators get business in their local market, especially, and, and be found consumer direct so that they can, you know, turn the tables, like you said, and uh, have business to give to agents and, and, you know, reciprocity. And that way they don't have to necessarily be out there begging agents for business. They're actually able to go ahead and bring that business to them. I, I love that. And, and let's talk a little about that, man, because I love this concept of direct to consumer. And I think the modern loan officer needs to shift their business to at least have a, a portion of their business coming from direct to consumer, because that is where leverage comes into play, right? Like you talked about, right? So, so what, what are your thoughts there, man? I, I just think that's so powerful. Well, I mean, I agree with you 100%. I think direct to consumer is so important for a couple of reasons, one of which is you're leaving so much money on the table if you're not out there looking at the direct to consumer channel. That was something that wasn't available to me as an originator from 2000 to 2010. And when I say wasn't available to me, I mean, utilizing the internet, the way that you can use it today, we didn't, we had bank rate and lower my bills. You were never going to compete with, with one of these huge companies and their advertising budgets. But today an originator can use Facebook ads and Google ads and can, can just be found organically. And consumers right. are trained to go online looking for, you know, the different services that they want and need, including mortgages now. So before real estate agents used to be that main portal, they were the gatekeeper, they had the bait and the bait was inventory. They controlled housing inventory. You needed an agent going back before your time and my time, going back when we were little wee kitties, you know, our parents would actually go to a real estate agent's office and they would take out flip books with Polaroids and show them what houses were for sale in the area. You know, that was a real estate agent's role. And that's why they got paid as much as they did as far as percentages, sure. because they were really needed in that transaction to be the one to bring buyers and sellers together. But the internet now has changed that. And mm -hmm. it has given originators the ability to not necessarily depend on real estate agents to be that gatekeeper and the one that holds the inventory. And now the, the originator can get involved earlier in the transaction, can, can get involved to get pre-qualified because consumers know that they can find the inventory online now. And now right. they know they need to go ahead and get the loans. So that opens up the door for originators earlier on in the transaction than ever before as well. So we've got the, you know, the technology, we've got the ability and the reason to be consumer direct and be earlier in the transaction, but even before real estate agents now. Well, and I, what I love about that as well is you, you talked about, you know, uh, consumers are, are consistently going online now. And I believe there was a stat that said like 97% 
of, of homeowners or, or home buyers in 2020 were at some point in the transaction looked at houses online, right? And so that's like a, a vast majority. And I think it's about 50% of those people started their search online, right? And so that, that's, that's huge to, to note that. But also, I know you do the reviews and you help people get found on Google. I think the, the fact that you talk about you know, from 2000 to 2010, Amazon, yeah, while they were still big and all that stuff, Amazon really kind of created this sort of culture of reviews, right? Like where they, they created this, this uh, the, the consumer needed to go out and find reviews. Then we got Yelp and things like that. And so uh, what you do is so powerful from the standpoint of people are, are trained to go look for reviews. And if you don't have reviews, it's almost like you don't exist type of a thing, or you're not trustworthy, you know, whereas at some point, you know, before it was like, well, if someone referred me, whatever, that's who I'm going with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And the reviews have definitely come around and you mentioned Amazon and Amazon's probably one of the biggest reasons that we've seen that right. uh, Amazon and maybe even eBay in its early days, this is what you needed for social proof to build trust. And now there's tons of statistics online that people will, you know, the percentage of people that will go online looking for reviews. And we find that our members get organic search traffic. And if you had told me, Luke, years ago, even five years ago, if you had said, Hammer, you're going to be involved in localized SEO. And I, I would have laughed at you and said, SEO, there's no way we're ever going to bother with SEO. Sure. And I never would have thought the consumers go online in the droves and the numbers that they do where they start the transaction, they start everything just by going online, looking mortgage brokers near me, mortgage lenders near me. That's what they what they look for. And then on top of that, it's not just those ones that are finding you organically, but we find a lot of our members pick up extra business, you know, with their reviews in their online profile because of the agents that are referring them or the past clients that are finding them or past clients referring them. Those people will go online and they want to know more about that originator, especially if they've got more than one name to pick from. Because nobody wants to talk to three different people. They get told shop around, but nobody wants that conversation. So what they do is they go online, they look you up, and then they make that decision on who they're going to contact. And once they contact them, it's usually a done deal. You know, I mean, unless you're usually, an not. Yeah. And, and that's that's actually the beauty about it though, is that back when when Lending Tree was the big thing, and it was, you know, banks compete and you win was what they used to right, was, was right. the tagline. And people were very much what's your rate, what's your this, what's your that. Well, when you have people find you online now, most of them are not that heavy duty rate shopper. Uh, unless you're specifically using that as a as a bait to find people, you're using rent right. tables. But most of your organic search traffic, those are people that really just want to have a good experience. They don't know what to do. They're uncomfortable. So those reviews make a huge difference. And the, we find that you want reviews on Google and on Facebook as your two primary. So Google is, of course, the most important. A lot of originators look to Zillow. And Zillow reviews are not really as important unless you're looking to do, uh, you know, buying online purchase leads from them, long form leads, because normally your Zillow reviews, believe it or not, anybody that goes to Zillow, they're going to be repurposed into a lead. They're going to be sold as somebody that's interested. Right. And they're not finding those reviews the same way they do organically on Google and Facebook. So that's the two sources we find are the best places. Well, and that makes sense from an SEO perspective too, to, to, to put it onto something that is a little bit more controllable than something like Zillow. Because yeah, like if you stop paying, let's just say you are buying Zillow leads or whatever, and you stop paying for Zillow leads, right? You know that they're always uh, trying to game the algorithm to to favor their their uh, people that are giving them money, right? And maybe they won't admit that, but uh, we we all know that's the truth, right? And so I, I love I love the fact that you know using Google, using Facebook, and obviously those are still platforms we don't control so much, but it allows uh, it allows 
the consumer to go there and, and, and actually, you know, shop and, and find, and you're right. Like people, most people, I think, I don't know the actual stat, but the majority of people that, that call loan officer, that's the, that's the person they go with. The first person that gets in contact with uh, a consumer tends to get that right. As long as you're not some numb nut and you just don't, you know, you can, you just bobble your words. Like generally, if you know what you're talking about and you can set that authority, you're, you're going to get that business, which is huge. And especially with something like organic, you know, the quality and the intent is so high because they've actually gone out of their way to seek you out and, and find that. So I love that, man. That's, that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, is there anything that, that you're finding as far as, you know, is there anything that, that you're finding that that's causing, um, consumers to, to review your loan officers? Like, is there any part of the transaction that you're, you're finding is uh, super important for them getting good, favorable reviews? Uh, just to provide the service that most LOs, you know, normally do. It's very important on when they ask for the review. Obviously, mm-hmm. it needs to be nor- towards the end of the transaction, but they shouldn't wait until everything's closed and done. Because at that point, if it's a purchase, people are moving. They're focused right. on that new house. If it's a refinance, they've mentally closed the book on this thing. They're done with it. So the best time to ask for a review is actually right before closing. Okay. Think about when that CD is going out, when you're explaining everything. That's the best time to ask for a review. Uh, as far as review processes, we've also found we use a review software that we actually ask people to leave the review on our platform. They don't have to log in anywhere. And we collect the review first. Once we have the review, then we go back and say, okay, hey, would you please mind putting this review on Google and on Facebook? And we do this for a couple of reasons. Number one, that micro commitment, that stepping up of getting a review, making it very easy, not requiring any logins, and then taking that review and getting it online, we find we actually generate more Google reviews than if we ask people to go directly to Google. The second thing is that all of these platforms, something's going to change in the future. Zillow was the place to be, and then now it's not. Yelp was the place to be, and for most of the country, it's really not. Google is the place to be, but what about in a couple of years? Maybe it's not. So you don't want to necessarily drive all your traffic to Google, but not have it anywhere else because you want to have the ability to always go back to these people and say, hey, you know, there's this new game in town. Would you, you know, here's that review you gave me a while back. Would you mind putting it on this new, you know, this new platform? And the other thing is that Google we've seen actually will, you know, they'll actually what they call suppress reviews. We've seen people that have had 50, 60, 70 reviews and they get dropped down to 30 or 40. And what happened to those extra reviews Nobody knows. Google can't tell you. You don't know who you've lost. So, uh, you know, if I were to give people any advice, I would say you want to own your reputation. You want to own your online presence. You don't want your company to own your reviews. You don't want Google to own your reviews. You want to make sure that you have them all. You want to make sure that you're displaying all those reviews in a great fashion. You want to display them on your website. You want them on that Google My Business Knowledge Panel. You want them on social media. You want to definitely get the most value you can out of those reviews as well. And and then that's going to help you to, you know, kind of really get, make the most out of them. I love that. I love that. And, and, and I think it's super important that you talk about that too, that uh, you, you want to own that. And I think part of it is, is also you're, you're reducing the amount of friction, right? Because I think what happens is it's already somewhat overwhelming to come up with the content to actually write out a review. But on top of that, to also have to go in and log, create an account and log in and do all. So if you just say, hey, this little thing, all you got to do is just literally write out how you felt about us. That's it. 
And then afterwards, then that's when you start asking them. And now can you go create a login? Cause then they don't have to think about two or three different things at the same time, right. which right. is huge, man. That's, that's, that actually just blew my mind. Cause I'm like, wow, that totally makes sense. Cause it is, it's, it's tough. It's, you know, send someone to Google, then they got to create it. They got to create the account. They got to, or Facebook, I guess is a little easier. Cause you're already probably logged into Facebook, but still it's just an extra layer of friction uh, that dude, man, that's, that's amazing. Yep. No, and, and that definitely works. And the other thing that we've noticed too, like you mentioned scripting for the review. So there was a time we would give people a sample and then we noticed all the reviews look just like the sample. And right, right. That's actually bad, right? So Google Google has increased their algorithm to where they use reviews as part of the search process. So we do want consumers and agents to put you know certain things in the review. So what we do now is we give them a list of some questions and we say, here's nice. some things you can think of when you write your review. And we give them a few different bullet points and we find that the reviews really come in powerful that way. They're well-written. They really say what you want them to say without putting words in their mouth. And right. you're getting better keyword optimization from those reviews on a platform like Google, where it actually is now including those keywords as part of the reviews in the search findings. So we help our people to rank higher by getting those higher quality reviews and, and getting reviews with keywords in them. And that's definitely some things that you can do to, to maximize some benefit there as well. Yeah. So if you're a loan officer and you haven't hit up hammer, uh, I think it's about time you hit up hammer because, uh, he's, he's blowing my mind over here with all this content about reviews and, uh, man, this is, this is amazing. So is there one thing, so, so kind of just a little wrap it up a little bit. Was there one thing that you would tell loan officers? Is there some sort of piece of advice that you'd give loan officers, uh, for, for growing their business? Absolutely. In, in today's environment, that digital presence is so important and it's continuing to grow in importance. And it's really important that you own your digital presence, not your company, not your boss, right? So you want to own your Google My Business and you definitely need a Google My Business. You want to own your Facebook business page. You don't want anyone else to have ownership of that. You don't want to lose these things and they have a long-term viability. For years, when I was an originator, we focused on our database. You know, that was our gold. We knew that if we changed companies, we had to have our contact information for our past clients, mm -hmm. because that was the equity in our business. And there's the new equity in town today, and that's that digital profile. So if you're an originator out there, you want to have a strong digital profile, you want Google My Business, you want a Facebook business page, you want your LinkedIn profile. Those are the Trinity that have the highest SEO value. And you want to make sure that you have ownership of all those. So that's what I would leave everybody with today, Luke. Well, and, and, and let's, let's just expand a little bit on that because I know I've, I've seen some of the content you put out there and, and I know just how you feel about uh, some, of these, some of these companies that force uh, their loan officers to somewhat brand under them, right? Like what, what are, what is, so is there anything to expand on that? Like what is, what is it that means is their business, I guess, is the, the question that I'm looking for. So for originators, I mean, again, I was an originator for 10 years. I worked at five different companies. So every 18 months or so, we had end up, you know, kind of moving around. And I had the same manager as part of the same team, but we ended up with a new shingle on our, you know, on our front porch. And that that's kind of the originator that I see today. Your company can change for any reason. They could get bought, they could get sold. You could be, you know, all of a sudden you have an operations change and you can't get your loans done. So you want to make sure that you own your online presence. 
you know, work with within the, the things that your company provides, but have your own website, you know, have your own Google My Business Knowledge Panel, have your own Facebook business page. It's important that you have ownership of these things. Definitely say who you work for, you know, and who you're powered right. by, by all means, but it should always center around the originator. Cause I've never seen an originator that self-sourced business that somebody would say, Hey, call, you know, Harley Davidson mortgage. They would say, call Luke, you know, call Paragon. Right. They didn't say the company. They say, even now, I'll bet you a lot of people might not say Paragon. They say, call Luke. You know, right. they always yep. think of you as the individual and, and even more so as originator. So you always want to make sure that you're, that you own your individual brand and that your business and that that's what you're focused on building, include the company, but that can always change. So. Yeah. And, and I think that's huge because um, I, th I think especially when, when loan officers just getting started, that's part of what they think is like, they're, they're trying to leverage the authority of their, their business, which makes sense, right? Because when you're just getting started, you don't have a bunch of reviews, you don't have a bunch of experience. So like, how do you, how do you leverage that authority? But quick, I quick thing on that new originators out there or people don't have a ton of reviews. You can always get character reviews. Don't have somebody lie and say they did a loan for you, but right. You know, they can say, hey, I know Luke. He's a guy of integrity. He's honest. You could trust him to look out for you. He's attention, his attention to detail is second to none. People can give you great reviews. Also, get reviews from the real estate agents on your transactions. You know, one purchase deal could get you, you know, four, five different reviews. You could get a review from a borrower and a co-borrower. You can get a review from the listing agent, believe it or not. Not just your buyer's agent, but you go to the listing agent and say, hey, Luke, so glad we were able to get this thing done. Your people seemed really happy with your services. Where can I leave you a review? And the listing agent is like, um, uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know, Zillow. And then if they're smart, Martha, you should be like, uh, where can I leave you a review? And if not, you got to kick them in the shin and you go, hey, by the way, would you mind if I asked you for a review? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And then that opens the door for a relationship with another real estate agent. So again, turning the tables on agents like what you, you know, profess, where you're able to take that transaction and now utilize that to build more relationships and, and you know, get more out of those agents. And then you've got the title company can also leave you a review. The title rep, whoever closed the deal could say, you know, the, uh, the things about you. So in a purchase transaction, you could get five different reviews if you focused on it. That's uh, that's incredible, man. I can't I can't believe you just dropped that that golden nugget here at the end, man. Because that's uh, that, that's incredible. What what are your thoughts on getting things like testimonials, videos? Do you, do you leverage any of that stuff, or are you primarily you know looking at the other stuff? The reviews. We're big on recognizing that originators are so busy. You know, having been an originator myself, I know that originators already do two full time jobs. Loan mm -hmm. officering is everything you do to get a to get a deal from application to closing. Loan originating is everything you do to find the deals and get them to application. Mm -hmm. So becoming a marketing guru on top of that gets to be tough. So what we do with our originators, we have a pre you know, pre-built campaign to help them generate those reviews using mm -hmm. email and text messaging. And it works out really well. You know, you want to ask up to three times an initial request and a couple of follow-ups uh, that, that generally is going to work out real well. Video reviews, you can get them and they can be very valuable. If you're going to use a video review, definitely caption them because a lot of people don't watch video with sound, right. Right. Um, but recognize that we're all conditioned to those five stars. And yep. that don't, don't get video reviews, but not get the regular reviews, you know, get those regular reviews, present them in a way that people recognize five stars, use those little mental triggers to get the most out of your review. Having somebody's name with some quotes around their thing doesn't do it anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't trigger, you know, when you don't see that on Amazon, you see, right, you right, see the stars. Right. So yep. any, that's what I would suggest for those people is definitely use those things. 
Video reviews are great if you can get them. Just get a few of them, uh, keep them short and make sure that you go ahead and get them captioned. And then also for your regular reviews, if you're gonna push on those, have something that's gonna turn them into a nice visual because that's where you're gonna get the bang for your buck. Right, right. Well, and, and just to hit on that, right? Like if you think if you think getting the five-star reviews is hard, getting video testimonials is even harder because yeah. people people hate doing videos. So uh, yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, uh, Hammer, for all of the awesome value that you dropped today, man. It's, it's incredible. But uh, real quick before we go, where can loan officers find you um, if they're looking for, for your service, man? They could Google us and loan it and they would find us, but they Lo can also behold. just go to, they believe me, we get a lot of business from Google. It's amazing. Uh, but you could also just go to www.originatorsuccess.com, www.originatorsuccess.com. Or you can of course find us on Facebook at, uh, on our business page at Originator Success. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. And, and thank you so much for everyone that's listening. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into the Loans On Demand podcast on LoansOnDemandPodcast.com. The Loans On Demand.